0: I'm Elaine Shannon. I'm Dana Lloyd. Welcome to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast where we inspire and empower you to connect more soulfully to yourself.
1: In this episode of Soul Sister Conversations, we are chatting with Tech Impact CEO, Kathy Simpson, who is also the founder of Up and Go. Kathy is creating a girls' movement that builds amazing core skills for life. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Dana. Hmm. It's uh, another beautiful, actually nice, sunny, well, almost sunny day (laughs) here in Rossi. Yeah. And we have a fabulous guest here today. I'm quite excited to introduce her.
0: Yes, let's okay. get to it.
1: So Kathy Simpson has been deeply involved in the tech industry in Atlantic Canada for over the last 29 years. She started her career at NBTEL, so if anybody, any old St. Johners are around, they'll know what NBTEL is, and innovation, and was co-founder of Propel. She is currently chair of the New Brunswick Innovation Foundation, CEO of Tech Impact, and founder of the social innovation startup up and go. So, Kathy Simpson, welcome to Soul Thank Sister Conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm quite yeah. excited that uh, that you're here and how you got to be here. Yeah, it's an interesting storyline. It is. So, um, recently, I was in Fredericton supporting my good friend, Crystal Seeberger who was in your um,
2: breakthrough.
1: breakthrough competition. Mm-hmm. So, she was in the top five, and I happened to get into the Inner Sanctum Room <laughs> for, the, was for this the the VIP <laughs> backstage pack. B- yes, the I got. prep. It was the, the It's the drink beforehand. It's to just the drink. Right. That's just, let's just <laughs> Yeah, before they get up on the stage and did their pitch. Wow. I mean in a room full of how many people, Kathy? About
2: four hundred?
1: Four hundred people who are people. heavily invested and interested in what is happening in the province,
2: and have and some who want to invest in the people who are pitching that night. Right, that's amazing. So does that happen? Like, yes, do pe- it does happen. So, so
0: people see them
2: like a, go, it'd be like a oh, dragon's like
0: to- den, and they see these pitches and go, "Hey, sure. I like this idea."
2: They might be an angel investor who wow. says, "Geez, I like what I saw there. I'm gonna make sure I stay in touch with that person, or right. I'd like to have." Yeah. A- I'd like to have a presentation. So Another that's reason, real.
1: another reason to love New Brunswick. Yes. I mean, I, it is so. You were you were in the room because you were the president, the, of, chair. the chair, the chair of, of, the, board. of yeah. the board, and uh, and so you came over and said, "Hey." Yes, I did. You had this podcast. <laughs> yes, I learned about your podcast and <laughs> yes. said, "Good on you." And yes.
2: Next thing you know, I'm here, and I'm, here you are. So yeah, Elaine sends me a message, and she goes, "Yeah, she'd like to be on the podcast." I'm like, "Sure, we'd love so to have." So, why on. did you
0: want to be on the podcast?
2: Um. Well, I started this mission about four years ago, where I realized that we don't have enough women and girls engaged in leadership and in STEM, which stands for science, technology, engineering, and math, and entrepreneurship. Right. And um, so I thought, here's two women who have started a podcast about interesting topics. This is one that we need to create a bigger movement around in the province. And so one thing led to another, and
1: here you, you are. are.
2: Elaine started chatting and here we are
1: and and thank you for explaining what stem means because I have to I'm, I'm gonna plead ignorance on this in the last year I've probably heard the word stem people talk about stem I've been in meetings and I've seen it and I was like I have no idea what that is mm-hmm. and I didn't ask Right, and um, because of that, oh, how is it that I don't know what that is? You'll feel vulnerable. I'll feel vulnerable. Asking, yeah. Right, and then then when you got up at the NBIF event and you said STEM, and then you said what it was, I'm like, well, that makes sense. So, how many people are listening right now that have heard STEM and didn't know what it was? There'd be a lot, mm-hmm. um, and it's certainly in the last
2: two or three years, there's been an absolute growing movement at realizing there are so many jobs in the digital economy and we are underrepresented in women but in mm-hmm. in a whole we don't have enough people graduating from college and university programs, men and women. From what kind of programs? Science, science, technology, engineering, and math. So
0: there's a huge gap. There's a huge gap. And is this overall, or are you talking specifically in New Brunswick? Overall. Overall. Across so the even, country. even in males, you don't have enough yes. people graduating from engineering just and just not enough programs. people.
2: There's just not enough people going into these programs. But women are significantly underrepresented. Mm. So tell me, why do you think that is? Because... Um, you, you, women just do
0: not feed into those programs. Is it because of lack of interest? We haven't been exposed to it. What, what
2: are your thoughts on that? Well, it's hard to imagine this, but it starts right at elementary school and Mm -hmm. middle school. And, uh, girls and boys are wired differently.
1: Wired or taught differently? Both.
2: Hmm.
1: Both. So let's talk about, yeah. So let's talk about the, how they're taught. Like what is, what is it? What are they being told?
2: Well, girls have more, um, such a pretty girl, such a nice girl, Um, that's real, it still exists today. And so you find boys are climbing the monkey bars, falling down, get right back up there and go mm-hmm. again. And
1: girls aren't. They're taught resilience. They,
2: they, they're not taught that same vulnerability. Right. Don't be the vulnerability. rough and tumble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And girls don't want to fail like boys do. Why so is that? It's, Why it's is in that? our DNA. I know. It, do it's you think so? Because it DNA. feels
0: like it is yeah. because I see this as a confidence issue with girls. I even think of myself as a, well, think about the I, women we know around and, us. And people they know, but I remember thinking I wasn't very good at math. Even though I was a very good student, math was just one of the lower marks. It wasn't hundred, but it wasn't it probably was above eighty. Like but I thought I wasn't as good and I and I just feels like that is something that that is like stuck on women. Would you agree?
2: Yeah, you gravitate towards things that you think you're good at. Yeah. For sure. And not towards things that you think you're going to fail at. Right. So um make you you're feel dumb less or- you're less willing to try new things. Mm. So what happens is by the time girls start to hit grade six, grade seven, grade eight, it's not cool to be off doing things on your own without your girl group. With their peer group. Without their their tribe. Tribe. Without their peer group. And it's also, you know, STEM still has that view of it's geeky. And it's Sheldon Cooper from The Big Bang Theory. (laughs) And think about the other scientists on that show, Amy. Right. You know?
1: Love that show. Love that show. But Amy is not, she's very unassuming.
2: And she plays quite a typical typical,
1: stereotype
2: of scientist. uh, a scientist. And so girls see that. So what I have found is um, it's not even... In middle school and high school, you can't be what you can't see. You know, we, we've all heard yes. that mm-hmm. so many times. You can't be what you don't even know to exist. exist right. Exactly. It's awareness, right? You have to see it. Yeah. So parents don't, if you don't come from an engineering or science right. or a tech background, parents don't know it. And it's, it's intimidating for a parent yes. to go into a school and say, 100%. I don't know what to do here. Um, What are the good job opportunities? So what happens in cases is if, if Elaine, you're really good at math, you should be an accountant a math teacher, a math professor, someone in finance, maybe you're interested in stocks. Where I would say, Well, you could be a data architect or you could be a data right. scientist.
0: I, I,
1: that's so, so, many so true. Interesting careers. that you say that because I was great at math, and my mother said, you know, how about you go to university and take accounting? And my neither of my parents went to university. So for and mom wasn't was an accountant in banking, but not through the university route. And so I did, and I took accounting and I failed at accounting because my brain wasn't wired that way. but what I love is research. So if I hadn't known back then, my university trajectory would have been much different. So now as an entrepreneur, like I, I love seeing patterns. Yeah. And so math is patterns. Data is
2: patterns. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so my brain is more data patterns than accounting math. And so that and that's always been the way. But because I didn't have that guidance as a young woman, then it's sort of it took me a while to get to the entrepreneur route, which is where I get to use that.
2: So you have that scenario that's real and happening. And the yes. other scenario is if a girl Lots of schools have coding clubs and yep. they have robotic clubs. Yes. Like these things do exist. It's mm-hmm. not like there's a yep. complete void in the market. No. But if I'm walking by and I'm in grade seven and I look in and 80% of the people in the room are boys, I'm probably going to turn around and not go in that room. Yes. It's intimidating. It's intimidating and it doesn't feel comfortable. And I want my, as you said, Elaine, to you
1: try your peers. So yes. I've
2: tried to take a different approach. I've tried to talk about this problem through up and go. Is we need to get girls in the room, and I promise, when you get in the room, you're gonna see some really cool things about what it would mean to be an entrepreneur or what it would mean to be a leader. You know, and yes. how you can be what more. What that aged. looks like, but we have to get them into in the, the room. room. Yes, and then once they're in the room, I promise you. We're going to have greater Hmm. success.
0: So is this the uh, mission of Up and Go is to get women in the room, like to literally not walk by when you see
2: all the boys in there
0: geeking out? Yeah. To walk in.
2: So about five years ago, I did a course um, called Courage to Act. Yes. With Kathleen Kathleen Howard. And And Marcia Dorfman. Was Marcia there? That was post-Marsha. Yeah, Yeah. post-Marsha. And Kathleen's been a friend for many years. And in that process, you know, you're going through your own self discovery. Mm -hmm. And in that process, by the end of the, it's what, it's about six months, you know, seminars here and there, I went, what do I want to do? And I figured out then I want to be a teacher of the things that inspire me. So what inspired me was getting more girls into leadership. What inspired me was I don't want girls to feel confident when they're 45 like me. You know, at the time, I want them to feel it when they're 16. Right. So they'll take more steps. So, as I kept exploring that, I realized I wanted to work with more younger women. And then it ended well, I really want to work with high school girls. And I was like, why do I feel this void? Like, I couldn't Mm. figure it out for myself. And then I went, well, I've been in the tech industry for 29 years, there's a lot of men. And I was a vice president. My last job before I uh, made this transition was with T4G Limited. Right. And I've had a fantastic career at MBTEL, as Elaine mentioned, and at T4G. Amazing. Amazing mentors. But, you know, 90% of them were men. Were men.
0: Were men. And
2: when I did this women's leadership course, I was with all these women. And I'm like, where have you been all my life? Like, the last kind of decade... The more I had more responsibilities in the jobs that I was in and chairing a board, I'm like, oh my goodness, there's such a void of women. There's less women at that level. So there's two things that are happening and why I'm so passionate about it. Yes. We need to get more women in. So the funnel needs to be bigger. Mm -hmm. And that starts at getting girls into university, into these programs, or into college, into these programs. The next thing is we start to lose women out of the programs because it is still a gap of how overwhelming the amount of men are in the programs than women. So that's another challenge. Then when they start work, we lose more women than we lose men because they're walking into environments where, you know, a tech company in New Brunswick. I would love to say it's 50 50, but it's not yet and i can certainly tell you that some of the really up and coming startup companies they have that as a real social mission to get more men women, and women right more diversity more parity, diversity, diversity. Right. you know bringing yeah. more immigrants so it's yeah. diversity overall so if you think about the path to being in the c suite to being a vice president if we're losing yeah. as we rise as we rise then that's why, you know, less we than 10 We just tend need a bigger
0: funnel. This is a numbers game.
2: This is a numbers game. Yeah. And so my mission has been, how do I get them in the room? And so I don't lead with, you need to come take part in this seven week program to learn all about STEM. <laughs> and I don't They're like, lead. create another course. <laughs> yeah. It's not that. It's, I want you to come. I want you to be inspired by other women who work in STEM and in entrepreneurship and in leadership. But I want to help develop your inner resume skills. Mm. So we're going to work on confidence. And when you say you, are
0: you talking younger children? Like
2: are all women ages? My focus to date has been on high school girls. I've done one middle school program. But I just finished a group of 24 girls in Florenceville, New Brunswick. And they were all in grade 10 except for one. Mm. And so a night with me for seven weeks, two hours, once a week is... We have a speaker that usually comes in. We do one-on-one exercises. We create an opportunity for girls to talk about bravery, talk about body confidence, talk about self-doubt, talk about I'm enough just like right, I am. as I am. We do exercises like failure resumes. And we, you know, sit down oh, and say... I think I need to know about Failure them. resumes. <laughs> failure resumes. Like, so think about what's something that you like really shit the bed in right Mm -hmm. where did you really go oh did I ever miss that opportunity and I really didn't prepare and I messed that up and we write that all out and then we go okay what did we learn from that so that you turn it into a really cool positive well if I didn't do that I wouldn't know how to, it was a stepping stone, fail forward. So it's, it's
1: reframing failure. Yeah. And I think as women, and we talked about this in one of our episodes, right? Things happen for you, not to you. And when we look at life that way, right, there's always that, okay, if this hadn't happened, then I wouldn't have gone here. I wouldn't have met that person. I wouldn't have had that opportunity to grow, but that isn't instilled in girls. So is that back to that, Um, point you made earlier that you know there's that the things that are happening in the classroom but then there's the innate innate thing in women that we are afraid of failure or avoid failure
2: yeah you know even Elaine when I started this journey I went on a girls leadership course that was held in Stanford down in California and I was with high school teachers, guidance counselors, psychologists, and I was the only business person in the room. And I said, well, I really wanna learn about being more engaged with young high school girls because of the career path that I chose is so void of women. It was totally intimidating. Because these are women who work with high school girls all the time and have psychology degrees or guidance degrees, you know, right. a whole different So you're path. comparing yourself to them in Yeah, the so I'm like... And here you
0: are, at the age you are, with all everything that you know.
2: Feeling and like... And feel like you're doing feeling it again. feeling like... I yes. don't belong. Imposter syndrome I was just... Belonged. Imposter syndrome. Happening, right, for three full days. Holy crap, how am I going to... Thank you for being human and saying that because models,
0: I think right? that's what people realize. Well, we all feel that. And I would say that's true of men too. I think people, they, I this is so not just too. women. I just think we don't talk about it yeah, as much. I think you're right. And and for some reason, we have the stigma and it becomes this confidence issue. So when, with the work that you were doing in Florenceville with these girls, what did you see happen at the end of seven weeks? What well, were the changes?
2: Well... The biggest, I would say two biggest things for me, because I've done about six of these now Mm -hmm. in the last two years. The first thing that I notice is they go, oh, Elaine, you feel the same way that I do. You're not alone. Ah. I'm not alone. I go, I had no idea you thought that. Because they think it's just them. Everybody does. Yeah, so it's trying to get them to flip that switch. So when we do all this work together, I grab all the notes, I type it all up, they have books, I give it all back to them, and then they go, "Oh, I had no idea that I was not the only one who felt like that." So that is a game changer. Yes. The second piece for me is I position these women that I bring in, and I say, they're ordinary New Brunswickers." who are doing extraordinary things cuz they can. Right. They have chosen to create that opportunity for themselves. For
1: themselves, okay.
2: And so one of my favorite this last term was um I brought in a young woman her name is Katherine Chamberlain. She's with Boseron Security. She's the COO, 24 years old, has her business degree wow. and is working in cybersecurity. And she's fantastic. So she came up and she's talking about her path and what she took at school. And I didn't even take computer science, but I'm good at tech, but I didn't take computer science. So I didn't really feel like I didn't fit in. And as she's going along, she goes, okay, now let me tell you about cybersecurity. And I stopped her and I said, Catherine, nobody in this room knows what cybersecurity (laughs) is, right? So She had to start with, well, let me explain what cybersecurity is. Start from the beginning. Yes. So that night they left seeing a 24-year-old girl um, who's an incredible woman, Mm. right? But she looks like them, right? Right.
1: So young. So she's
2: young and they can relate to her. Yes. And then they learned, well, I didn't even know what cybersecurity was. And I can work in tech, and I don't even necessarily have to have a computer science or engineering or mathematics Because you think you need to degree. have
1: those courses to get into right. the STEM programs.
2: So on nights yeah. like that, I get in my car to drive back to Rossay, and I go, well, that was pretty darn good. Yeah. You know, something has happened right. as something a result Something has of shifted that. within yeah. those girls. Yeah. girls. I said two things. Third thing um I bet you're an Amy Poehler fan I have a feeling I
0: know I know who oh yeah it's yeah. Saturday Night Live yes yes I was yes. thinking Night is she Night. the email yeah. lady
2: no yeah. she's Saturday Night Live well Night. she was on the show Parks and
1: Recreation yes
2: and she started this thing called Galentine's Day have you heard of that yes mm, yeah
1: yeah I know I know that term well you I did that know. on your it's on your up and go Yes. Yeah, February yeah.
2: 13th is <laughs> yes. Galentine's Day it's this day to celebrate girls friendships women friendships right? okay great idea and um so she has this whole shtick about it so i said hmm there's something about that so i started galentine's in my program and i've used it at a woman's event too and it's these little notes that are handwritten that talk about geez you did a really great job dana i'm so glad that you shared that story because i'm feeling that too and they give it To that, the girl in the room. So we have Galentine's going. And it's taking that minute to say, you rock, Elaine. Look what Mm -hmm. you've done. You've created this podcast. How
1: great does that feel?
2: But it is life-changing for a girl who's in high school who's feeling like, oh, man, how do I go to school today and just survive sometimes and be myself.
1: That hits me right here. Because right? I think as women we don't and and as girls if we learn this and then as women, if we're standing in the grocery store and we see somebody with great glasses or great hair and we say, Wow, you look fabulous today. Yeah. It it's, changes the life
2: changing. Well and we had the girls stem up conference in Fredericton um, the end of March. Nine UMB students in STEM decided they wanted to have a, a conference for girls. So it was high mm-hmm. school girls and university girls. And um, everyone who they asked volunteered. So I got to speak at it about up and go. And I had a booth. You know, we did all the stuff you do at yes. a trade show. Yeah. And there was about 40 guys that came from university and colleges and high school. And so I said to the people who came to my session, I want to do galantines. Can we do that? And I got my first galantine from a guy Oh, you know, like, so, I, so you, she actually know. has it in studio. Have this, yeah, he's we have it This here. is this guy's name is Adam. I had an awesome time listening to your presentation today. Very motivating. And I hope to apply your outside the box thinking in my old field, my own field of study accounting. Thanks. And, you know, at the end of the day, he walked up and he said, Kathy, I wanted to give you this. It's
1: How nice you had a
2: nice impact on. But a nice acknowledgement. Yeah, but these little Mm -hmm. things. um, So that's the third part. It's just about celebrating and talking about positivity. So while I talk about STEM and careers in that space, I've got to get them thinking about you can be successful in this field. We need leaders. In this field, we need you coming into the room to learn what the heck it is. And once you get there, there's an army of women and men Men. who want Mm. to support you. This isn't a woman's thing right um this it is is a we, human being it's a thing. human being right because yeah. I,
0: I was watching yeah, a little piece sure. on facebook and maybe you've seen it. it's something that's been floating around and i think it, she's the head coach of one of the basketball teams and she said i'm glad i'll be glad when we stopped saying the first female governor the first female astronaut the first female and it's just going to be this person is yeah. is holding that role or person yeah. right and uh so that
1: it, female it's just it's going to become the norm that
0: But here we are. Enough females.
1: It's it's 2019, and we're still talking about this Mm, because we're still talking about it. Yeah, it's
2: it's a thing. But you know, I don't get discouraged by it. I did before, but I'm not discouraged by it. Well, you're seeing
1: it, right? You are seeing in the front lines. You are on the front lines.
2: Well, and making a difference. I know the people who want to be engaged to make change happen. I know there are amazing men in this community who want to do that, and Mm. women. And there's some work that us women need to do to help elevate other women. So expand on that. But yeah, <laughs> that, that I, I want to hear so about. Do tell. You know, I had a, a third-year engineering student from Nova Scotia at the Girls STEM Up conference say, you know what, I don't understand this, but my hardest bosses for co-op programs have been women. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they're so hard. It's easier to work for men. And I said, "Well, geez, that's a tough question." I said a couple things come to mind. One, when I would have been earlier on in my career, I knew there were only going to be so many women leaders around the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was fighting against you and against you. Like I right. knew I like was Like competition. It was there was more competition. Right. So some of us gray-haired ladies <laughs> have that background of what it was like in the mid 90s and so everybody was fighting to there was fewer seats at the table right i think that is changing the other part is i think women have incredible standards for other women and we expect other women like too high if you're at the table elaine you better not screw up right because you're representing the whole you're gonna (laughs) make us all look bad yeah there's some realness to that. Yes. So you have a you know you have yeah. a great university co-op engineering student going. Oh my gosh, I can't screw this up. And I'm like, well, I you're want... representing the
1: entire gender. But yes. I want
2: them to screw up exactly. so that they you realize it's
1: part of everyday but life. Failure is. I think when I look back, my the failures that I've had, and I've had some good ones, have been the best things that have ever happened to me. I brush myself off and I get back up. Yeah. But I was taught that, right? Yeah. Mom would say, get up. I mean, m- my mother was a career woman, and she's like, brush yourself off and get up.
2: It's discouraging to know that girls are at their peak in confidence in, like, grades five and six. Gosh. And it goes down, and they start to rebound. I'm yes. in I, shock. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in shock. Yeah. That's but I their, see it. I've
0: seen I've seen it peak. in girls. You know, I'm, my daughter, it, you, I see all the friends. I, I'm watching these patterns. Now, and and it's... It is obvious there's a confidence factor mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm, I'm racking my head like I'm thinking I'm a coach I know how to bring out the best in you but I'm always a parent I'm not the coach with my children but I'm you know I'm thinking I'm an aware person I want to raise a strong daughter and, strong, and, and influence her friends. And I still see it. I'm like, wow, I'm not that powerful to be able to do that. So I want to know what can we do to help women build their confidence and get rid of this idea of perfectionism, yeah. and be willing to fail. Like, do you have any advice on that? Based on all the girls that you're seeing, You should have
2: up and go programs for girls yes. throughout everywhere. I mean, that's well, I, you that's you have a leader in me. I'm yes. like raising my hand. Yes. But you know what, Dana? What I decided. Last year was I wanted to do more and more of this, and I still wanted to be completely engaged in the tech community because I've spent 29 wonderful years, and I'm thinking, well, I'm 50, you know, I'm probably going to work another decade. I've got an 11 year old, you know, in my mix. What do I want to do for the next 10 years to try and work on some of these problems? So, I'm working at Tech Impact as the CEO, which is the tech, the largest kind of tech, the organization, it's a not-for-profit of the largest tech companies mm. in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, more in New Brunswick. We're growing in Nova Scotia and we're trying to work on workforce development. We're trying to drive more mm. innovation. We're trying to get more investment happening in the industry. So
1: I get to work on that. You have control yes, now. Of- you're, you're in a position to help move that whole agenda forward forward. and work with my members which are companies
2: like jdi and mccain's and t4g Mm. and mariner partners and deloitte and ey you know and and many more bulletproof the list goes on so i get to really think about how are we getting more programming happening in various um phases of the stem area and then it's okay but i want to be filling that funnel Oh, yeah, so I cool. left a vice president job with a tech company. I have my right. own company. I'm doing that. And it's it's my way of trying to give back. How do we get more women realizing this? We We have to create forums for it to happen. So mm-hmm. when I started, I thought, well, I'm going to have an event and I'm going to bring some women in. Geez, I hope some people will show up. <laughs> yes.
1: And you don't know, right? You really if don't you know. Don't, I've been there. It's, yes, you don't it's know. It's New Brunswick, you don't know. <laughs> you
2: don't know. And then, you know, 35 people show up, and I go, Wow.
1: Okay. That's a good so number. We touched Somebody's, a cord yeah, on that. Right. Yeah.
2: We had a, another event we, ha- we did in partnership with Dalhousie Med School in St. John. We had 90 kids come. Wow. And it was on the day to celebrate women and girls in science. We had three um, doctors from St. John. And then we had the first year med school students they set up stations throughout the building and I might come to you and you did my blood pressure I might come to you and you let me listen to my heart and I learned mm. I might come to another station and they talked about what's it like to go to med school tell right. me about it how did right, you get right. here all of this and parents stay right you know Girl guides groups came yeah um, pal's program in St. John bought a bus with kids and you go oh okay, this is how you create awareness. Right. This is how you start to engage. And you know, I've never had a woman or a man who I've asked to help participate say no. Right. Because they want... It's important. And they want to give back and they want to participate. But I believe you have to work on the person first Mm -hmm. and then create the opportunity for them to go. It's still scary to say, oh, it's an event for girls, and then it becomes, oh, my mother's making me come. Like, yeah, I hear that all the time. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. my mom signed me up for this course. And I'm right. like, okay, well, let's see if you'll come back for night yes. two. right. You know, that's yeah. the goal. I know your mom signed right. you up, but let's but see. But we want you to have that internal right. motivation Designer. right? Yeah. to go.
0: That's right. So you're saying that you, you, you said that you could people should do up and go or a sign on to do it. Yes. So how, how can
2: people help you with your mission? Or they people can create up and go events? Yes. Well, if anyone is interested in doing some events, they can contact me. Uh, So I've been doing this for a couple of years. Now I want to scale. You know, in the startup world, I'm ready to scale. (laughs) for you. So I have started to pitch to both private sector and the government to do a high school internship program for girls. So it's working on that inner resume of skills. It's getting more hands-on skills from Organizations that already exist. It's having a mentor that meets with you four times a year. It's visiting Dow Med School, going to Innovation, another yes, Tech Impact right. member, and seeing
1: what's it like to be a developer. And because of your other roles, you have touch points with these companies right. that can help yeah. get these, you know, the girls through the up and to go. create these right. opportunities. So I'm saying,
2: if we want to take the funnel and build yes. it, it yeah. it's not naturally happening on its own fast enough. Fast enough. We have to, to have fill multi- the jobs. We have to do right. something
0: differently. We so. need a, you need partners and people to help right. you get the girls and be out there talking
2: about it. That's right. And creating the events. That's right. So yeah. that's that's what I'm working on now is how can I get a high school girls internship program started in the fall that enables that and they yeah. work on both some of the technical things yes but they work more on Who being know. a part of yeah. an experience so when they think do i want to apply to electrical engineering at umb <laughs> or do i want to <laughs> apply to programming at mbcc or ccmb they go Oh yeah, I visited this company and this yeah. company. Yes. That was really cool. That was cool. That's exactly. Oh, I'm it. thinking about that. I should call. We need
0: to see the reality of the job, because right. even what you're talking about, I think about career fairs years ago. I remember grade nine was the the year yes, you went, right? Totally, and worse. you could shop for careers and what you'd want to be. And I just don't know if there's enough. Like, there's new jobs being created all the time The kids don't even know, but it's not the standard doctor, lawyer, undertaker you would see Teacher. at the career fair. Yes. Um, what are the cool jobs? And, and being, and let, I don't even know myself. You know, I think about, I think our kids need to know what's yeah. the options out there and what's the reality of those jobs. And they can be excited about doing things
2: in tech. Um, yeah. I, we had a gr- woman in Woodstock who's a family doctor and she just had a baby baby was like not even a year old and she came in and I brought her in the night about body confidence yeah. and she came in and she talked about her body and you know she has challenges with her body and her body's done all these crazy <laughs> things it's had a baby and <laughs> it's you know, miraculous is what it's it is so yeah. she's talking about this to these high school girls And she said this profound statement that I'll never forget. You know, when we all have our body issues, Mm -hmm. even as grown women, she said, you know, I think of my body now as this amazing thing. It's a vessel that gave life to somebody. Mm -hmm. But I think of it as my body allows me to do mouth-to-mouth resuscitation when someone is dying. And I can do things with my body that I didn't even imagine and can you imagine the impact that that has on a grade ten girl who's thinking about, oh, you know, I weigh too much. Right. I don't like the color of my hair. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's trying to reframe their yes, thinking. So that
1: body is something that to be celebrated, not yes. I'm rejecting all these little yeah, right. bits.
2: Yeah, so yeah,
0: you reject yourself, you reject life, right? Because really, what you're doing is people are. I think that we're talking about this confidence. People are afraid to put themselves out there. They're worried how they look, if they're going to fail. Everything comes into play. And what I hear you're talking about a lot today is shifting the mindset. We have to create this reframing to celebrating
2: to not from away from
0: perfectionism. It's all of that to this positive messaging.
2: Yeah, if you look at books for elementary school kids. When they say what is confidence, they go thoughts plus actions equals confidence. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to mix, you know, like this scientific potion yep. of you think about my body's enabling me to save another person's mm-hmm. life, right? Yep. You start to do that, plus then you learn how to do that. Mm, you're superwoman it's, it's right like dynamo you, you have that ability so the whole time that i'm thinking about it now when i'm mentoring young women at work and young girls whatever ages i think how do i get more positive thoughts in absolutely so that they'll come to the room which is their action it's true yes and yep. then they'll sit in this chair and they'll go oh i i belong here Yeah, I can see myself doing this. It's that simple thoughts and actions. But if you're afraid to fail, you're not gonna maybe take calculus because you might get a seventy
1: instead of of a a ninety instead of a ninety. And a (laughs) seventy isn't a bad mark. Yeah.
2: That's but that's
1: the you around the table. That's the constant
2: reframing of when I went to my
0: son's he's in uh, mechanical engineering at UMB and we went to the orientation Uh, and so one of the professors were there and I remember him making the statement "He goes, remember we're not chasing marks we're chasing knowledge and so get this idea he goes if you made 90s in high school you're likely going to make 70s in university and I think we have to dissipate the idea of that marks is some sort of measure of value of who we are this is just showing you what you know right now and where you're having some struggles and I think I think it's you know it's that's what we have to do. We have to change yeah. this, shift
2: this thinking of uh, perfectionism. Well, if you look at Up and Go, the, the brand <laughs> was yes. um, think of that steep climb up to the point, like yes. this is like a mountain. We'll Ooh. show this on the Facebook page. It's yeah, the this e is logo like a, for Up and Go. This is like a mountain. So you're going up the mountain and you go up. you go back down. Something <laughs> happened. That didn't quite work out. You go back down again, but you have to get up. And go for it again. You got to get right back up and get going again. And you can see the tag that I've got in the yes. company: "Be brave, be you." It's not come learn about STEM, right? You know, it's, <laughs> show uh, up. It's yeah. show up. It's but yeah. the the, mo- the hardest thing for for us to do is to be ourselves, to be, yes. right. and it takes a lot of bravery. So I'm trying to think about what is the type of programming so that we can get more girls doing that. And if they wanna be teachers or writers or business people, that's awesome too. For the next little while, I'm going to be trying to do a little bit more. <laughs> You're into going to have a different
0: slant. A yeah. little
2: bit more, but but you can have a business degree. I'm 29 years with a business degree from Acadia, and I've worked in yes, you know, all the sorts tech of industry. That's for exactly right. My entire career.
0: The yeah. and stop seeing things as obstacles. You don't have the right degree, the right this, the right that. That right. you can move beyond. Don't put boundaries up. You know, people argue for their limitations. Yeah. You know, we have to stop arguing for our limitations. Yeah. Start arguing for our potential.
2: And there's so many jobs. They're great paying jobs. Yes. So you could be a business student. You can be an art student. And you might be a product manager. You might be a business analyst. You could be a finance person. You could be in customer service and work for a great tech company. What are are you kidding me? You could be a trainer. Right. So... There's a lot that we need to do for awareness and I'm I feel trying inspired. to do my part. Oh, you, like, I feel I'm inspired. inspired. I'm, I'm inspired. Yes. Well, thanks for I having think it's me. Yes, yeah, so is there anything it. else you wanted to add? Anything we need to know? Any No. Um if you want to support the high school girls internship program, find me. I think it's I'm a made. fantastic right. pro- program. And do you have a
1: Facebook page up and go? I do. Yes, yeah, so yeah. like the Facebook page. Yeah. We'll yeah. have Kathy's uh, information on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. Great. and and yeah, be be interested, get the girls around you interested and uh and if you see anything happening. Right, lobbying, you know, putting information and and sharing Kathy's stuff would be fabulous for our listeners. Yeah, so and not just here in New Brunswick where we are, right? Because if you're if you're looking at scaling this, uh, this is a global program. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Even better. Right. Okay. Thanks, Kathy. Well, thanks for coming
0: in. I, I think I'm going to end with this, with your your logo and your saying. It says, "Be brave, be you," and thank you for being both of those
2: today. My pleasure. Thank you.
1: I'm Dana Lloyd. And I'm Elaine Shannon. You've been listening to Soul Sister Conversations, the podcast. You can connect with Dana at danalloydleadership.com, and you can connect with Elaine at elaineshannon.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And join us for more Soul Sister Conversations. Thanks for listening.